Welcome everybody to the Naked Show. Hello, 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 hello. This is us hello. back again, and we've got some juicy, juicy, juicy stuff for you today. So as uh, always, yeah, as always. I mean, this is starting to get some flow, and we're trying the whole new schedule this week. Mm. Uh, so we're hoping that it, you know, kind of works. I'm actually a bit nervous about this Friday episode because I know a lot of people don't listen to podcasts on the weekend. What are they doing? Uh, uh, they're chilling with friends. <laughs> I just want to know what they're doing. They're supposed because to be I can tell lockdown. you now, they're not doing what is supposed to be done. Well, for the doing of the things. All I'm saying is, we're trying the new stuff and it's going well so far. Mm. So for today's episode, we've got some uh, exciting topics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we've also got an exciting interview that we had. Yeah. Or a, guest. A guest. A guest. I will, a guest. Get, I will get the hang of it eventually. We had a very exciting guest, uh, but that one we're going to leave for the end. Mm, mm. So we'll introduce her towards yes. the end. Yes. Uh, but, okay, let's go. Let's go right into it. Miss, not Miss, um, The Bachelor. <laughs> we're going to talk about Miss South Africa as well. Miss, Miss The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about The Bachelor. We just finished watching. Go. Are you pissed? Are you angry? What's going on? No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm genuinely just fine. I feel like... Shane Mark has a lot to think about and to decide on. Um, I I wouldn't. My money's on Bridget. My money's definitely on Bridget. I wouldn't be upset though either way if he chooses Bridget or Marissa, simply because I think they both they have very different relationships, but they're they're very unique in their own way. You know. Yeah, so, no. I yeah. I get what you mean. I look. I always I always feel kind of bad for talking about the Bachelor on the podcast because I know a lot of my friends listen to this. Yeah, and I'm scared they're gonna be like, "Dude, what are you doing watching the Bachelor? That's not cool," you know. What the hell? <laughs> like, why are boys such children? Nye, 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 that's not cool. What's cool? What is cool? Define cool. Do they are, are they even cool? Sports is cool. Is there sports on? There's no sports. So watch the Bachelor. Thank you. Well, look, I like I said, I am invested, and I, I've, I have been invested for the longest time. Yeah. Um, like I said, I feel like Mark doesn't know what he wants, and I feel like someone's gonna win, and I don't, I really, I really don't care who wins anymore, because I feel like all the decent candidates are already gone, and I felt like the, the pool of girls from the beginning was just, I mean, they did this guy dirty. I mean, they found the most unentertaining bland over the top girls you could think of i mean it was just besides pasha i mean she was pasha was just ooh. but anyway look i don't know <clears throat> if so until the previous episode right where he gave jess Arda's boot i was <laughs> of the opinion <laughs> that and i was strongly of the opinion that mark doesn't know what he wants right and Mark is just going through this and feeling it out and feeling what kind of feels good and going with it. However, now that I saw him tonight with Bridget and Marissa, I think Mark knows what he wants. And what Mark wants is a girl exactly like Marissa and exactly like Bridget. The only problem here is that you can't have both. Yeah. No. And also each one presents its own thing that makes it stand apart from the other so he's he's very confused right now which he should be or else that means he then then we would be worried that he really doesn't know what he wants 
Look, I honestly, I, I, I don't care anymore. I, 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 guys, listen, I'm watching it, but I'm not really into it that much anymore. It's just why do you have to be a cool guy? You're not a cool guy. Just, just. I'm being honest. Just no. You like there's nothing else on TV. Oh my gosh, you're like one of those guys who are like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't watch that. That shit with my girlfriend. Yeah, I don't watch that. Stupid. It's stupid. And then you're sitting here on the couch with your girlfriend watching. Like girls don't find that amusing or entertaining at all. Well, look. Like we find it very damn stupid. Okay. All right. Tell us how you really feel. That's how I feel. Okay. Well, I'm glad you've gotten it off your chest. Do you feel better now? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Mm. Now go sit in the corner. You go sit in the damn corner. And think about what you You go sit in the damn corner. Anyway. So guys, you me to the corner like you might dead. All right. Oh, guys. So guys, it's week 407 of lockdown. That's correct. Yeah. And we have some exciting news. After all this time, we have finally managed to fuck up our sleeping patterns. Completely. We, Royally. We fucked it up. There's no coming back. Royally. Um, even me, who is, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm going to say so myself, I'm quite disciplined. And I'm the disciplined one in this relationship. I am sleeping way too late and waking up later than usual. So, yeah, I'm upset. I don't know why you're upset. Because I thought that I would maintain the level of discipline that I have throughout. I mean, I would have expected this to happen week two or three of lockdown, not week seven. Like, I've been good enough up until this point. Why am I fucking up now? You're on the naughty list now. Well, look. You done messed up. It's I blame I blame my friends for dragging me onto the Oh, the so now they're dragging you. Yeah. Oh guys, the same tough guy who doesn't watch The Bachelor is being dragged onto Call of Duty. It's he doesn't blame. want to be there. He's dragged on onto NBA as well. 2K, they call it. We're playing 2K now. Call of Duty is But it's it's fun, man. I mean we, we get on at around eight o'clock and the next time I look at my watch it's like half past twelve and I'm like fuck. Okay, just one more game. Then we lose that game. Like, we lose every single game. I was about to say. And then we end up there to, like, like, one. Don't act like you guys are out here winning. (laughs) Because you're not. Exactly. And then, because I'm so hyped, right? I get into the bedroom, and then I see you're still wide awake. So now I'm I'm. But that's not a surprise. Yeah. So now I'm, like, telling you how it went, whatever. And then you're hyping me up, and I'm hyping myself up. Then I get into bed, and I'm not tired. So I'm like, let's watch something. And then I maybe make it through one episode. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the first 10 minutes man <laughs> you're finished yeah no look i i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a sleeper while watching series like yeah. definitely for the series sleep. movies anything so yeah it's it's one of those things but it's definitely affecting my mornings because i'm waking up more tired so i definitely can't sleep in like you so weak i still wake up <laughs> At around my usual time. So I haven't been going for my walks this week. And I'm exercising later. And I'm waking up more tired and with less energy. So I don't usually do all the chores that I would normally do in the morning. So I think we just have to fix this. We have to fix this. I'm fine. Look, you know I come from a family of late sleepers. I mean, a normal weekend for my mom and I, we go to bed 12 or after 12. That's standard time, you know. And throughout this time i've been going to bed at like two half past two like i've been going to bed really late it's just a recent time you've decided to join me on the dark side i don't know why 
I don't know. It's why. nice though. It's very nice, ne? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you're strong enough, eh? I don't think so. No, mm. I'm gonna start fixing it slowly. When? Uh, soon, soon. When are you starting next maybe, week? Maybe, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Friday. Next week, <laughs> Friday, anyway. of course. You know what was super weird this morning? What is that? You you're never awake before me. That never happened. Absolutely not. And this morning, for some reason, you were awake before me. Freaking seven o'clock. Do you know how angry I was? And then because first of all, you know, you if you wake up at certain times, you can feel by like the temperature in the room, sort of what time it is. Oh you yeah. Can gauge what time it is. Yeah, and even the lighting. Yeah, and I woke up and I could feel it is cold. But you need to understand. I didn't even wake up like uh, slowly open your eyes. I woke up like shut my eyes open, <laughs> <laughs> and I was ready. <laughs> yes. I was what a nice feeling, mode. right? And then I was lying here, and then I reached for my phone. I checked the time. It's seven, babe. I got angry. <laughs> I was so angry. Even when you woke up, you could see I was angry. But you freaked me out. I couldn't understand why I was awake. Because I was lying on my back, and my head was turned towards you. And then I opened my eyes, <laughs> and then I just saw you staring at me. <laughs> and romantic. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? It's romantic. <laughs> that is not romantic. It's creepy." <laughs> That is so creepy. Your <laughs> eyes were literally so wide. And now Bibs has these Chinese eyes, right? <laughs> so she's half Asian. <laughs> so her eyes were like so wide. And she was just she was just staring at me as if I owed her money. <laughs> I felt like you had dropped my sleep. What? How is that my fault? Because you woke up at half past eight. And for an hour and a half, I was struggling to go back to sleep. And I was just looking at you like, look at him sleeping just lying there sleeping peacefully and here i am awake i even like poked you a couple of times to try and wake you up well that's probably what woke me up i was super peaceful oh man i, I was really angry i think you just need to try and just do what i do just get out of bed start your day no you see that i can't but I can't but my do. my problem is and and i'm gonna say it now and i know this isn't the space to have this conversation but we're gonna wow. have it anyway wow my problem is if you're already wide awake yes. right why don't you just get your day started why must you force the issue and roll around until your body has no other option but to sleep because I wasn't finished with my sleep and my body needs to start respecting me and knowing that we do not, in this house, we do not wake up before half past nine. In this body, we don't wake up before half past nine. But, so it needs to start respecting that. But your body clearly said to you, I'm awake now, we're good. I yeah. was like, great, nice. Emotionally, my emotional system is not awake. Therefore, I'm going back to sleep. Bye, Felicia. I feel... And I went back to sleep. I feel sorry for all the guys out there who have this problem. And even the girls. Maybe the girls have a boyfriend who's just a, a sleeper. And then you want to start your morning. And you know what sucks? is literally by the time you start your day, mm. I'm winding down. Okay. By the time you get out of bed and you know you get dressed and you brush your teeth and you have something to eat. I've already done so much where I'm like, I'm, I start feeding my afternoon nap coming in mm -hmm. and then I'm, I'm like about to go retire. And then you're like, yeah, let's do, let's do this thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I never come at you. Like, let's do this. I'm just, I'm just awake. If you want to do stuff, we can do stuff. If you don't, let's chill. Anyway. Wait, do you, you know, with me, it's very important before I go to sleep, if you want to do something the next day, just inform me, plant the seed so that when I'm sleeping, 
in the back of my mind is that thing so that in the morning if i do happen to open my eyes at seven i'll be like oh shame he said he wanted to do xyz xyz you know i did my get up let me do this and whatever then we can do this together today and we can do that you know if i feel like i don't have anything to do and no one's told me i have something to do or they would like to do something sleeping all right well look anyway this these are strange times obviously like i'm gonna say it these are unprecedented times Ooh, guys <laughs> but anyway never mind <laughs> but anyway <laughs> anyway so i've got a friend i've got a friend who was talking to me um and he said to me that he was actually feeling quite anxious Mm. because he's used to getting emails right Mm. every day you know i mean obviously when you're doing a post-grad you Mm. constantly Mm. communication Mm. with people so he's, he's used to getting emails and now all of a sudden his emails are dry like nothing's happening and i i told him like dude you must be expecting something and he's like no i'm not expecting anything so i was like you know, it's it's actually weird because I also had the same experience where I, I, I normally get these emails, but now that I'm done with everything, it's like nothing's coming in. Yeah. And I, I even had the situation yesterday where I told you I've got a I've got a webinar, I've got a course yeah. the night at half past seven. Yeah. And I was sitting there ready to do my course. And then I went and I checked the email again and I realized that I didn't actually read it properly mm. because I kind of just I got I was so excited to get that email that I just yeah. kind of scanned through it. Yeah. And then I just read Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, it's Wednesday, but it's actually next week. Next week, Wednesday. So, I mean, it's, it's actually quite weird. Like, pe- people are floating on edge and it's kind of like, we don't know what to do, but give me something to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it feels like you're wasting away. Like, even I'm sitting here and I feel like I should be doing something, but what? What must I do? That's true. Yeah. But anyway, look, one of the major headlines that we want to talk about, which is... Miss South Africa, Bianca Scumbi. She was in the headlines this week. A clown. Because she entered Miss South Africa, and she's a very pretty girl, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. Very attractive. She entered Miss South Africa, but then someone went and looked through her old tweets and found out that she was actually posting racist tweets. Sexist tweets. Sexist tweets. And she was... shaming, body shame. Your girl was doing it all. Now, how do you feel about this? I feel that she is a clown. I feel that she is a clown because of A, those things that she posted, right? And no one must come here and tell me she was 14. There's no, there's no age on racism. If she was five years old, I would be like, yeah, she's five, guys. Or six or seven. I would be like, yes, she's six or seven. I feel like from age like eight, nine, ten, your child should know difference between right and wrong, especially to that extent, right? So I feel like she was a clown for tweeting that, first of all. I also feel like she was a bigger clown for entering the South Africa and not going back into her archives to go check what she has done and deleted those things. Because if you are going to willingly catapult yourself onto into the limelight it is your responsibility to make sure it's clean wherever you come from it is literally your own pr responsibility to do that but she didn't a clown so you feel like she got what she deserved yeah well i mean i i look i'm looking at it differently you know and i've spoken to some people they've given me their opinions and all of that and yes what what happened was extremely wrong and what she did at that age was wrong. There's no other way of putting it. It was wrong. 
But at the same time, I feel sorry for her. I Why? I genuinely f- I'm, I I empathize with her because I I'm not perfect either, and I did some mm. messed up things when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, mm. even seventeen. Mm. Um, was I ever racist? No, I don't think I was ever racist. You know, um, but I, I I did maybe do some bullying. I did maybe do some kind of shaming mm. here and there. Mm. I don't know what the equivalent of slut shaming is for for guys, but but that obviously same, happened. Same, same. Yeah, so. I would I wouldn't want to be crucified for that stuff today. Now my stuff isn't out there on social media. At, mm. at least I don't think there's anything incriminating. But I feel like I wouldn't want to be crucified for that today. So mm. it would it it would be unfair. And if it happened to me, right? I I would feel like I was hard done by, you know. And I mean this 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 girl was was we don't know if she's actually grown from that. We don't know if she's actually learned from those mistakes because the only person inside her head is her. Mm. So we have no way of telling. Mm. So that's why I kind of feel sorry for her because even though it was fucked up what she did and it was extremely messed up, um, I, I hope and I, I hope that she's learned from it. And I hope that she's a better person today. And I mean, we know we live in a country where racism is still very fresh mm. and very relevant. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I feel for her because at the end of the day, we don't know what she's thinking and we don't know what she's feeling. You know? I don't feel sorry for her. Not a single bit. Uh, she did the right thing by retracting her entry. No, she's never going to win. I mean, she, she should have done that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm glad that she had two brain cells to rub together to retract that entry before someone had to come and tell her to do it. Or yeah. before the, the Miss SA Corporation had to come and say to her, please withdraw your, your entry. I really don't feel sorry for her. So I, I sort of hear where you're coming from, where you say that we've all done things in our past that we are not proud of that wouldn't that wouldn't reflect well on us. Everyone has, right? No one is a clean slate here. No one is better than than the other. However, again, if you feel that you are ready to take on the responsibility of representing your country on a global stage, right? Well, it's a national stage for now. Yeah, but eventually that's where it goes. Should you win all of those things, that sort of thing. Yeah. If you feel that you are ready for that, then you should be responsible enough as well to make sure that... And you know what? It's maybe going to sound very... Um, what's it? Underhanded or shady. But it's your responsibility to make sure there's no receipts. Yeah, but the thing is, I was talking... To, I was actually telling you about this, is that I'm sure she probably just forgot that she had those things there. Because I don't remember what I posted back in 2015 or whatever. So yeah. so my thing is, like I was saying, if let's say tonight I post something on Instagram and it goes viral and I wake up tomorrow and I've got a million followers hmm. and they dig up something that I posted in 2014, I, I'm not going to remember to go take that down. Yeah, They're going to crucify but, me but too. Yes, yeah, that's what I was also telling you, that that's different because that's a matter of you posted something, it went viral, or you made a video, it went viral, you started a podcast, it went viral. She stepped into this moment, knowing exactly what this moment would do to her, to put her name and her surname and her face out there to the whole of South Africa. She knew what she was doing. She stepped into it. She didn't land into this position. Yeah. Again, it's her responsibility to go dig. We all don't remember what we tweeted when. I don't even know if my Twitter account is still active. I no, don't even true. know. But if I want to enter something like Miss South Africa, 
best believe I'm going to go through everything. I am going to go through all types of archives. Should someone pull out a tweet that was bullying someone or something like that from me, I'm going to have to say to them, that's not mine. Yeah. You could have doctored that or altered it. But the fact that they fetched it from her own Twitter account and then she still went and deleted her Twitter account after that. Well, look, when it came out, I was also, I was one of those where I was like, oh my God, how can you be so stupid? But then I obviously thought about it and this is how I feel right now. At the end of the day, I just feel for her because I know that if her dream was actually to be Miss SA, she's never going to get the chance again because let's yeah. face it, this is going to be a monkey on her back for a long time. Well, at least her boyfriend's a rugby player, surprise, surprise, so she can just ride on that sort of wagon for the rest of her life okay let's not be judgy look I'm let's just not saying, be judgy i'm just saying miss um captain my captain mrs <laughs> my captain my captain's one of those people well just saying at the end of the day it's 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 actually it's crazy how how social media actually does these things today i mean this girl was was a hero in the morning a hero who's not a, hero not a hero but to her to her friends and to her she was she woke up with this happy feeling i'm entering miss south africa yeah and then by that afternoon it was like boom yeah this dark cloud just went and life changed for her immediately yeah so yeah that's that's i mean that's just that's just what we what we thought i mean we had differing opinions so we thought we would bring it up mm. i think just to wrap that part up look if you're entering miss sa good for you go for it kudos it takes like you said, a lot of courage. Oh, yeah. It's, it it's something that's very, I would never have the balls to do that. So if you're taking that step, good for you. Go for it. Just remember, please go back into your archives. Check your stuff. And delete and remove everything. You don't know who is out there who has something against you and who's been waiting years and years to pull this out. Because whoever pulled out these tweets, it's someone who knows this girl oh, from yeah. a long time ago. There was ago. a vendetta there. Yes. And this person, the moment they stepped into that limelight, she was like, okay, it's remember time. what you did in high school. Hi, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it's no. me, karma. Well, yeah, look, it's, 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 it's wild. And I mean, it's, it's definitely out there. Yeah. Uh, Lastly, before we jump on to our guest, we just mm -hmm. wanted to bring up Joe Rogan signed a multi-year deal with Spotify to move his podcast onto Spotify. And okay, okay. So so I know you're probably listening at home thinking this isn't that exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm 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 there. I'm like but what does a, this mean? What does this mean? For a podcast nerd, right? And especially yeah. when we decided to do this, I did a lot of research into mm -hmm. podcasting. And I went deep into the archives. This is huge, especially because Spotify is the largest uh, audio platform in the world. It's even mm. bigger than I, iTunes and all of that. Yeah. So they recently, very, very recently expanded into, um, what do you call it? Podcasting. Mm -hmm. So for them to land the biggest podcast show in the world, undoubtedly, is massive. Because, okay. because for them to have exclusively Joe Rogan, it's kind of going to say to people maybe we shouldn't take apple podcast that serious anymore maybe spotify is the new big guy in oh, town you know so it's like it's like when jay-z and beyonce created their own thing and then they moved all of their music onto there exactly. and some artists moved all of them so you can only get it okay, yeah no, exactly so they are the big players mm. uh so that's that's huge i mean that is massive uh well and i mean done. yeah joe rogan's been doing this for a long time i mean he's technically the one who kind of made podcasts so popular mm -mm. and 
And yeah, I mean, he was taught by the father of podcast himself. Ooh. His name is Adam Curry. He's actually known as the father of podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, just, just to put that in there, I think it's quite exciting. And I mean, Woo-hoo! it's not just that, you know how much money they must be paying him. He must have signed a multi-million dollar deal with them. I mean, they didn't release the numbers, but it must be crazy money. People are out here securing the bag, eh? Oh, yeah. You got to secure the bag. I mean, that girl. What girl? On News 24. That article I sent you last night. Oh, yes. The OnlyFans girl. Guys. (laughs) No, she's not on OnlyFans. She's just no... It didn't, ex- let me not say she's not, it didn't specify. Oh, okay. But guys, there is a girl in America who is making the equivalent of 94,000 rand a month from selling pictures of her feet. I mean. Yeah, so this was the this was the, the topic of discussion yesterday in our house where she read, where people read the story and then she was like, can you believe it? I'm going to start selling my feet. I was like, put me on, coach. I was like, okay, clearly we've found a new craze. And she just couldn't believe it. And I I think it's so ridiculous. (laughs) Honestly, because I feel like I'm all for change and I'm all for progression. Yeah. But some things are just so outrageous that I'm like, what the actual fuck? You know, for me, it's like if there's someone out there who gets a kick out of seeing someone's feet and there's someone who needs to make money go for it yeah look she's you're not the hurting right anyone in 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 what's it called in fact you're you're bettering someone's life yeah <laughs> you're giving them their five minute fix they might come back for more do it as long as you're not harming nobody go get your bag girl well look it's it's a definitely a wild story so now let's take the time to actually just introduce our next guest mm-hmm. her name is Rofiwa. Yes, and she actually contacted us after our latest episode about polygamy. Mm. And she said to us, I actually grew up in a polygamous family. Mm. So obviously we had to have her on because we had our views, but we have no personal experience yeah. whatsoever. Absolutely not. With regards to to polygamy and all of that. So we thought we might as well have her on. Mm, you know? Someone who's actually there and she was so insightful i mean she actually opened my mind to things that i didn't even think about yeah like possible reasons yeah because we were even though they might not be valid today yeah and and the one thing that i that i took away from it and before i i I go into that i actually spoke to my friend sean Mm. and he actually heard the episode as well and he sent me a voice note saying that we were quite critical you know absolutely and we only took one viewpoint and that's true i did not i took it from the viewpoint of like the woman is choosing to be in a polygamous relationship, right? So it's that's that's the, the way I, I I had my stance. And then Sean said to me, some of these women don't even have the opportunity to decide if their family sells them off, if this is all they've known, if this if they think this is the norm, then obviously they're gonna go into it. Yeah. The same way we think monogamy is the norm. Yeah. So we do it. So I was actually so, and and Rafiwa also had the same impact on me where I was like, wow, I didn't think of it as some people don't have a choice or didn't have a choice. Yeah, but I think that's why we appreciate our uh, listeners so much, especially like Rafiwa who outright said, I mean, I came from a polygamous family, grew up in one. Um, I've got my views as well. And Sean who said, okay, you guys are being a little bit critical. Here's my views, you know, because what we think 
and our opinion isn't the be all end all of course all and it is going to be sort of one-sided and i mean you and i sometimes don't even agree and it's actually refreshing to know that people will come and say to us that was critical did you guys think of xyz or guys the flip side of that is xyz because we're all here to learn and we actually want that because we want to expand our knowledge a bit more and our perspectives and be able to take a seat and say who i didn't even think of that oh definitely, definitely. yeah so yeah we hope you enjoy uh Rafiwa and ours and in, in our interaction mm-hmm. very eye-opening lovely person to talk to very lovely so yeah without further ado here she is Okay, so today we have with us Rofiwa. So she's one of our loyal listeners. Um, she's recently started listening to us and she's even gone back to like all the episodes I to know, catch up nice, with everything. Right? Exactly, that's really nice. So Rofiwa actually commented on our recent episode and she told us that she was from a polygamous family and we were of course extremely interested because we had our own views and that's what we voiced yeah but of course we would like to hear different people's views and especially someone who's part of a but not part of being a part of a polygamous family and grew up in a polygamous family yeah the funny part was that you told me about it that when she contacted you and she said Oh, no, I was part of a polygamous family. And I was like, oh, we should have had her on the show. But then obviously you were like, we didn't know this How could we before know this? we recorded the episode. <laughs> so we've got Rafiwa on today. So just tell us a bit about yourself and uh, you just give us a short introduction. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm Rafiwa Nechisire. I grew up in a rural village in Limpopo, just outside Toyando. So I did my... Um, audiology degree at UCT. So I work as an audiologist at a rural hospital just outside Louis Richard, still in Lipopo. I'm married. I've got two little boys. And yeah, now recently I just finished my B-Psych in honors in psychology. And I'm looking into applying for master's to be a clinical psychologist. But the thing that I'm really passionate about is rural health, raising awareness Mm -hmm. about certain things, because for now, it's obviously audiology related, about hearing health and how can people take care of their ears. But obviously, over the years, it's going to change into more of mental health because that's okay. what I see that it's lacking in, in our community. And I'm here mm. and I'm going to be here. So I might as well <laughs> take nice. on yeah. that role. Yeah. Well, obviously, something that we've we've spoken about, I mean, we've had... Uh, cognition and co on mm. and obviously you guys have, have heard my story as well so so yes. obviously it's it's it, we're keeping it in the family clearly yes. yeah you know? <laughs> birds of a feather yeah. flock together exactly. you know yeah so Rofiwa, let's get down to it tell okay. us more about growing up in a polygamous family okay so i grew up in a polygamous family where my dad had four wives okay and Lots of, I think he has 21 plus kids in total, but we are the oh. last born. <laughs> yeah. The, the triplet. I'm part of a, yes, I'm part of a set of a triplet. I'm the first triplet. But when we grew up, the, the two wives were already um, relocated to another place, but in the same village. So when we grew up there, it was, um, it, it, for, for people around the village, it was quite normal. But you start to realize it really that it's not normal when you get out and start, mm. I started my high school in 
town in Sibasa, in just a town outside our village, that's when you will feel like, I think that was not really, it was not a norm because <laughs> you would think that mm. it's, it's normal, you grew up there, you don't even have questions. But that's when you start to, to, to have those questions and those thoughts. And sometimes you will feel a little bit ashamed that you won't even know how to tell your friends, listen, my dad has four wives or mm. we, uh, he's, now we stay with two wives and then there's uh, this one husband. It was not really an easy topic for me. But I think the older I, I, I got, that's when I actually realized that that's, that's my story and that's who I am. That's where I was born. So it's not necessarily something to be ashamed, about, ashamed of, but it's mm-hmm. something to actually um, reflect on and, and think about it. And then you can have your own view because you can't change where you're born, but you can actually change where you want your, your family to be. That's but, true. Yeah, that's very absolutely. true. Yeah. So, so, so what was it like in, in that kind of setting? I mean, did you see your dad a lot? Was he, was he you know, absent a lot of the times or, or what was it like? I mean, because obviously if there's four wives, you've got to spread your time, you know, kind of evenly. So. Mm. Yes. So when I was growing up, it was two. So the two wives had already moved out and, they, and their kids as well outside. Then it was my mom and the other wife. Luckily, my mom was the last one, was the fourth wife. So my dad mm. was staying with my mom. And the other, the, 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 the second wife, I think she was a little bit older. So he would stick a lot to my mom. So he was present when we were there. But one thing that I really um, noticed was that he, obviously financially, he couldn't actually um, manage to, to support all four families. So that was one of the things we the wives were actually, you, you, would, uh, you would think that they're single parents, but they're not because he was there, but mm. he obviously couldn't, couldn't afford to, to maintain all the four families. That's, that's where I, I, I think he was absent, but otherwise he mm. was, yeah, he was present in other, in other areas, yes. Yeah, so, so financially it obviously took a, took a burden on yeah. him, and, and you can imagine, I mean, maintaining one family is difficult enough. Yeah. Now yes. imagine... 20, 20, 20, 20 odd kids and then obviously four wives. It's, it's, it's a lot, you know. Yeah, so, yeah it was so, too much. Yeah, mm. So personally today, what is, what is your, your opinion of, of polygamy? Mm-hmm. No, I would say my opinion this day is that um, it's, these days things are very different. Um, women can actually go to school and they can empower mm. themselves and they can do things. Because with my family story was that my dad back in the day, he looked like someone who was rich and maybe for one wife he was but for four he wasn't so it was easy for my for my mom's parents to say oh, get married to that guy we'll get a bit of money I think it was lobola or whatever they call it cows whatever and then it will go mm-hmm. to my mom's family and it was a, a benefit for my grandparents but not necessarily for my mom but I think these days it's 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 not something that maybe people should put themselves into because we we can say the shows can show us like let's the tv show you guys spoke about that is money and everything but really the 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 emotional things that come with it the the sibling rivalry and all those kind of things there's a lot more psychological effects of it than actually um, just having benefiting money-wise and everything. So I actually don't agree with it. It's not something that I would want to do myself. 
But, and I think it's something that, yeah, it should, people should be aware of those kind of things that they shouldn't really agree to, to things like that. They have a choice, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you obviously just say that you wouldn't yourself agree to being in a polygamous marriage. But no, if the issue did come up, I mean, you've got two toddlers and I can imagine you and your husband have been together for quite a while. So yes. if the issue did sort of come up, how do you think <laughs> you'd react to that or take that? Yeah, that's, that's the one think... that, that, that's interesting. <laughs> but I think because my husband already knows that I'm from a polygamous family and um, my dad's kids are a lot. And my dad, when, um, when he passed, he had a big farm. It's a big avocado farm. But now it's just like in the middle. No one knows what should happen because he said it shouldn't be sold. People must go and get it. But it just shows you that you can work so hard for so long for your generation or for the future generation. And they won't even get that because there's no will or people are, are a lot. They won't, like, let's say it's 100% and everybody will get maybe 2% of it or whatever. I don't know what or how, <laughs> but I mean, it's just something that I would just say, no, you, I, I because we obviously know that it, I, I don't stand for that. I don't want it. It's something that I really, I can just say, you know, I know we've got kids. Maybe we can figure out this co parenting thing that people post about, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I would need to go see a therapist or what, but. I, it won't be an option for me and also especially for the kids sometimes you can say let's do it for the kids but you are hating them nonetheless so mm -hmm. i think for mm -hmm. the kids yeah no yeah so it's interesting because yeah. obviously we were we were talking about it on the day that we did the podcast mm -hmm. and we realized that none of us have any personal experience with any kind of polygamy whatsoever and obviously we, mm. we kind of both come from backgrounds where it's not really done you know mm. so yeah uh in from your perspective your 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 opinion has changed because obviously you grew up in that family and that was the norm for you and now you kind of realize that it doesn't quite work out mm. but yes. the question we had on the podcast was should it be legal or illegal so what do you think should 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 the law mess with it or should <laughs> we just leave it the way it is right now um i think they can leave it for for a person to decide for themselves but what can empower people is actually i think people like us who can educate people on on their experiences and and how it feels to be from that family but i think it's, most people they 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 fall for it because maybe the husband looks like he has a lot of money or the guy is working they will get that they don't have that I think that's the number one reason why people do it. They actually do it for money or other people are just doing it for selfish reasons, reason, reasons that they can afford it or mm. it's something that they think they should do. But I mean, even if they say it's illegal, I think someone will do it anyway. So I think, no, they <laughs> yes. should just let them. Yeah, they should just let people decide for themselves. But it's just said that if they decide to do it, then... They realize it later, the kids, and they've messed up a lot of people's lives. So, mm. yeah, but I think mm. people should decide for themselves. Yeah. 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 So, when we, so I watch um, that show on TV about the polygamy and all of that. Um, yeah. So, my whole problem with the show has always been the fact that it's emphasized on the show and almost celebrated that. Like the men will say, 
we don't we don't cheat we fall in love and yes. a man almost gets celebrated for having multiple women or having the ability to attain multiple women or something of that kind so yes. i wanted to know what you would say is the main difference or where is where do we draw the line between polygamy and affairs what's the main difference between a polygamous relationship and an affair <laughs> that's an interesting question but i think um i think there's a very thin line between that because in the past you would find that these two people have not even met but the family mm-hmm. has arranged because they're going to get money but these days i think it's actually it's just basically cheating these days a person mm-hmm. just go out and cheat on you and tell you listen um i think i i i want another wife and you find out that like you said the, the, that another wife they've been dating for the past 3 years why didn't the husband come and tell you listen now there's this other girl or another women that i saw that i liked i think i should date her do you agree or not so i think if maybe the 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 guy is open from the beginning of an affair rather than saying now telling you when they're already getting married then that's just purely purely cheating that's why i said mm-hmm. the motive for polygamy has changed over the years now it's just people who just want to fulfill their their desires or i don't know their their own motives but mm. it's, it's it's not the same that from the from the past you know true true Absolutely. and just just to 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 wrap it up because i'm i'm genuinely interested in this So yeah. Boy Pelo is from a from a she's a single what single child? Yeah, only, I'm an only, only child, child and my mom's oh. a single mother. <laughs> yeah. so she's okay. an only child and her mom's sure. a single mother uh, and I have one brother and I have a very good relationship with him. Um so what's your relationship like with your siblings? I mean mm-hmm. are there some that obviously you're closer to? I can imagine there's obviously big age gaps uh, amongst yes. you. Yes. Yes, that's true. Um I'm very close to my mom's siblings. I mean the the siblings that I share mom with, we are mm-hmm. six but the first born is late so we are five. We are very mm-hmm. close. We keep up with who's doing what way and we support each other. And then um the the other wife that my mom stayed with because she was actually her sister. I forgot to mention that. It's like a oh. biological sister. It's you know. Okay. So we we are still close with those ones because either way they're still our relative not necessarily because we share dad but also our our maternal um pa- grandparents yeah. are the same mm-hmm. but the other ones we are not it's one of those people that you meet in town like oh hi hi and then now you are <laughs> interested seeing them but you know that you were not even thinking about them they didn't even cross yeah. your mind you know so i think it it that's the those those are the little things that i i think about for myself because sometimes it it can make you be a person who's not genuine you know you just mm. or they can say oh i'm sure our dad is so happy that we we came across each other no he's not you know <laughs> we we came across each other we were all running our own errands you didn't think about me i didn't think about you so mm. let's not sort of you know yeah. but some, i mean that's very get, close some very yeah, close but, and some not so close. Yeah, so those ones we are completely not close with. It's just people that you see or maybe when there's a a family gathering or there's a lobola mm. or yeah, they will come but it's still you can still feel that that uh, that tension that these people are not really 
close to you or they're not really for you or you don't know mm. and, and i'm sure they also feel the same way because you're kind of like just trying to you know to bridge the relationship that you don't know when it broke or what happened and yeah yeah and it's, what about yeah what about with with your with your triplet sisters? Did your mom dress you the same all the time? So was there three yes, dressed girls yes. the same, or was it different? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're all girls, so you can imagine we were wearing the same thing. I think <laughs> the same things until until we're, I think about grade ten. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but oh, wow. anything before that, everyone knew us wherever we were, and it was so embarrassing. You know, I remember this other day we were going for. I think it was some vaccinations. I think we were six or something. We're going for some immunizations. And then we're in a taxi, right? So we're all wearing the same thing. So everyone was just asking, what's happening? And then my mom is like, no, they're triplets. And people actually gave us money. Like everyone was popping up money. Like, oh, you know, we thank God. You know, God is It's so like good. you were a show. You know, you know? Kind of Even today, I think about it like, yeah, it was embarrassing. But at least we got to buy something nice with that money. Anyway. <laughs> right? I love it. Right? Yeah, but we used Everyone's to wear, yeah, it, like, like to, to have a twin or a triplet, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's actually very nice. It's like you have your your lifelong friends and sometimes they know when you're upset and you don't want to talk about it or if you're faking it. And yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Uh, this is actually such an eye-opening chat. Absolutely. And to get to get your perspective has just been such a pleasure, honestly. Mm. I think I think people Thank will definitely you. look at it like, wow, I, I, I would have never thought that that's what it was like, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I think these days now people are, are glamorizing it. They're making it look like you, you're you doing the right thing. That's how you should do it. Or if the guy mm. has money, you're going to drive that Mercedes Benz. I don't think it's only about the money and it's about mm. driving that car that that guy gave you. But it's about um, a lifelong impact that you make for yourself, for your kids. Because, I mean, sometimes really when you think about it, like you're with this guy tomorrow is with another with another maybe it's a timetable. I think they say they do it like a timetable in in that TV show that you watch. Yes. Mm. I've, yeah, I've watched it some some time ago, but I'm not really a fan, so I'm like, oh, no, mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna mm. watch it. But <laughs> yeah, but I I think for you when you're sleeping alone in that bed, actually thinking I'm married, but my husband is sleeping. And I don't know if emotionally you can mature to that place where you accept it or you just accept it for maybe the gifts that the guy is, is gifting you with or what. Yeah. So I think, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much for, for, for joining us today. Rafael. We really appreciate it. Mm. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having you, for having me on your podcast, guys. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you.